So the big question is this, what would you do if money didn't matter? Say you had millions in your bank account, what would you focus on? Would you spend more time with your family, with your wife, with your kids, take family vacations? Would you pursue your gifts and talents and dreams? Serve your local community, teach others, serve your church community. You see, if what you would do if money didn't matter is pursue your gifts and talents and dreams to serve others, then that is probably what you should be doing. The problem is most people are in the rat race living five inches in front of their face with no time to pursue what they were born to do. That is the problem and the solution is to develop enough passive income to replace your working income so you can quit your job and be free to live your life the way you were created to. That is the solution and this podcast will show you how. Guys, before we get started with the podcast and this awesome interview with Joe McCall, this podcast is brought to you by my best-selling book, The Seven-Day Real Estate Survival Blueprint, How to Create $10,000 Out of Nothing in Less Than a Month. You can get this on Amazon for like $19, $20, uh, but since you were listening to my podcast, you can get it at this special link for a very deep discount, uh, cashflowdadlife.com slash the number seven. This book discusses two really cool niche real estate strategies that if you use them and if you employ the tactics in the book, you can create $10,000 in less than a month, whether or not you have prior real estate experience. So check it out, cashflowdadlife.com slash seven, and enjoy the interview with Joe McCall. All right, what's up everybody? Welcome to another awesome episode of Cashflow Dad Life. We have a serious uh, real estate ninja on with us today. Uh, he, he is just crushing it out there. His name is Joe McCall. I'd be very surprised if you haven't heard of him before. He is the husband and father of four, so he he meets our criteria of being in the uh, you know cash flow dad life. Come on, baby, <laughs> kids! I'm jealous of you. You have five. You just you know just keep on cranking them out. But uh, but he went, he went from being a civil engineer uh, to become a full time real estate investor, and he did this actually in three to six months. And he did it utilizing a really unique strategy that we're going to talk a little bit about today called wholesaling lease options. Um, this is a, an incredibly, I, I used the word ninja before, an incredibly ninja strategy um, that he's going to share a little bit with us today. But before we get into all that, um, I kind of wanted to get your background and you know, what were some of the things that you were struggling with before you made that jump and just decided, you know what? I, I need to I need to make a change. Yeah, that's a great question because I was a professional student for three years, studying course after course and book after book, and just I was a course junkie, you know. And I, I finally got fed up with spending more money on education than I was making, and I said I've got to make a change. And this was that the market was falling apart. I'd bought a bunch of properties with bank financing, and I was counting on appreciation. And I bought them all wrong. I was, um, I was ignoring the basic fundamentals of cash flow, you know, and, and uh, not buying on appreciation. So I was happy buying it for 90, 95 cents on the dollar because prices always go up, you know, and I can, uh, I got a couple hundred dollars a month in cash flow. That's enough. And I didn't keep any or save any reserves. So that was all over the place. That was a disaster. And I kept on going from course to course to course, chasing shiny objects. I, I learned later on that, Shiny objects, they make you go blind, but focus makes you rich. And I heard another friend tell me one time, um, you can't go broke making money. That's really profound if you stop and think about it. 
you can't go broke making money. Well, I was going broke because I wasn't making money. And I was losing some houses, all of my houses to foreclosures and short sales when the market crashed. I had about 12, 14 of them. Let's just say 13. And uh, it was a disaster. Um, so I knew I had to learn something quickly. Um, and I had to learn wholesaling. So I started off with wholesaling. And uh, I, my back was against a wall. I said, I'm gonna buy one more course but I'm going to do what this guy says this time and I'm not going to buy another course and I'm not going to change anything. I'm going to do what he says. And uh, he's a good friend of mine now. His name is Chris Chico. And at the time his course was, I think called absentee owner profits. And this is when nobody was sending postcards to absentee owners. Chris was right. And um, well, a few, there were some guys teaching it, but like Chris was one of the pioneers of that. And so I didn't like his postcards. I didn't like his contracts. I didn't like his scripts. I didn't like, you know, but I said, I'm going to do it anyway. And I uh, started doing deals and I was blown away. Like this stuff actually works for the first time. And I, I had spent tens of thousands of dollars on education. And for the first time, it's actually working. I'm that guy with the check, you know, that uh, other gurus can put me on their testimonials. And so like, Right. That's not why I was doing it, but I just, I always used to look at those checks from those gurus and speakers and think that's fake. You know, look at the dates. I was looking at the dates on the checks and they were, you know, <laughs> they were two years old or they were, they were covered up. So what are they hiding? You know, right, right. I was that, I was that schmuck. Well, anyway, I actually started doing it and it, it worked. I was actually making money doing wholesaling. So then um, this was probably around 2008. And uh, I started getting frustrated with throwing away so many leads. I was doing a lot of marketing, direct mail, and I was throwing away a lot of leads that didn't have any equity. And I knew a little bit about lease options. And I liked the fact that you can control property without owning it. So I said to myself, what if I could wholesale lease options? Because I'm throwing away these leads that don't have any equity. There's a lot of sellers that don't have, they have the motivation, but not the equity. What if I got them under a, a contract as a lease option? And then wholesale that contract to a tenant buyer who's going to live in the house. In wholesaling, you flip your contract to an investor or a cash buyer. Why not flip these contracts to a tenant buyer and then be done and be out of the picture? Because remember, prices were free falling back then. I didn't want to, I didn't want to stay in the middle. I didn't want to catch a falling knife. So I just started wholesaling these lease options. And within three months of doing that, I uh, was able to, I was making more money doing that than I was in my full-time job. And I think we had one or two kids at the time and two, we had two kids. And uh, I said to my wife, I said, what do you think? And um, I didn't have the reserves that I wanted in the bank. Like I wanted to have six months of income saved up in the bank, but I didn't have that. But I knew working, I was working 50, 60 hours a week and um, it was, it was hard. So I had three months in a row, I was consistently making money more money than I was on my job. And I was making about 85 grand a year in my civil engineering job. And I yeah. said, this is it. I'm going to do it. And um, that's when I jumped ship. Everybody thought I was crazy. Because <laughs> this is, we're coming into the recession here and, and, and Lehman Brothers had just collapsed and Enron. No, that was back way back before that. But, you know, Lehman Brothers and, um, you know, when the, the whole market crashed. So I, I did it and... Um, it's been 10 years now, which has been crazy. And that's why I love lease options. And I love wholesaling lease options because now I can, you know, do something with these leads that other investors are throwing away that, that if you're doing direct mail, you're probably throwing away right now. Make sense? 
Yeah, absolutely. Hey guys, I want to take a real quick break from the interview because after the interview is over, I convinced Joe. Joe actually teaches uh, wholesaling lease options. So uh, I convinced him to do an exclusive training for my tribe, the Cashflow Dad Life community. So if you listen to this podcast, um, depending on when you're listening to it, like the, if you just listen to this when it comes out, and if you're not listening to my podcast right when it comes out, make sure you subscribe so you get those notifications because of opportunities like this. So if you go to www.simpleleaseoptions.com slash Ryan, then uh, you'll be able to attend a free exclusive training that Joe is doing for the Cashflow Dad Life community on how to wholesale lease options. The same strategy that he used to break free from his job and to kind of design his life um, around uh, or design his business around his life and what his goals were for his family. So go to www.simpleleaseoptions.com slash Ryan. He's only doing it this Thursday. And he's doing it, um, actually, when you go to the website, you'll see there's only two times he's doing it, around noon and in the evening. Uh, but you can register for one of those times. We will not do this training again, so it's limited to just these specific times. But So if you're getting my podcast right now and you're watching this, go to simpleleaseoptions.com slash Ryan. If you go to that link and it's expired, it's because you were not subscribed to my podcast and you didn't get this information in time. So make sure that you subscribe so you can get this information right when it comes out. All right, guys, back to the interview. Yeah. So, I mean, so you're, you're working 50 to 60 something hours a day, you know, a week. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not a day. It's that's impossible. (laughs) Right. Um, So you're working 50 to 60 hours a week and you know, what, what was your feeling at that time? I mean, did you kind of feel like you were burning the candle at both ends and that you just, uh, you know, yeah. were you feeling like you were missing out on some family? Yeah. At the time you had two kids. It was- yeah. I was, I was not a good dad. I wasn't a good mom. I mean, I wasn't a good husband to my wife. Who's a woman. Right. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks for the clarity. Yes. Thank you. All right. Um, I wasn't a good husband to my wife. Cause I would just come home and I'd be stressed. I would be like, I got to call sellers. I got to talk to sellers. Um, you know what it was like? I remember thinking at the time, uh, I started thinking about all the stuff I got to do. And I remember real like, okay, I went through these cycles where I would make a lot of money and then I would be not making much money, make a lot of money, make not much money. So I knew I needed to hire somebody to do my marketing for me. So I hired a virtual assistant to do my marketing. And uh, I thought, this is great. Now the leads, my pipeline's always full because I got leads always coming in. Now the problem was I got too many leads. And uh, so I hired a friend who wasn't working at the time, but he was really good with sales. And I said, hey, listen, why don't you work these leads and I'll give you 35% of the deal. Profits, net profits. And he said, great. So I started sending him leads and he started getting them under contract. Now I got a problem. I got too many contracts. How do I sell these things? These yeah. are good problems to have, right? So then I hired a virtual assistant. Um, I'm sorry, I hired a local realtor to help me advertise these properties. And so pretty soon it got to a point where I had somebody else doing the marketing, somebody else talking to sellers and getting them under contract and somebody else advertising them and getting my buyers. And I wasn't doing anything. And I was still at the end of the day netting uh, 40 to 50% of the profits for not doing any of the work. And that's when I started, uh, it was shortly after that, that I quit my job because I was thinking, this is amazing. Like, what if, and I'm only doing this in one market, 
what if I could just duplicate this in multiple markets around the country? And right about the same time, I joined a coaching program called Life and Air. And part of the program in Life and Air, they teach you how to create a vision for your life and then design a business around that. So many of us have it backwards. We have our job in the middle or our business, and then life fits in around that. What if we reverse that, put our life, the vision that we have for our life, our kids, we want to travel, we want to homeschool, you know, we want to um, live in a beautiful area where we can have lots of room and privacy and stuff, and then design a business around that. It's quite a revolutionary concept if you think of it. So we started doing that, and we started thinking about, let's, we want to travel, and we want to go live in an RV for months at a time. And we want to go, you know, instead of talking about ancient Greek history, let's go to Athens and let's, let's check out that, you know, let's go to Italy, let's go to Prague. Um, and uh, so we've done a lot of that. We've been able to do that because of building a business that supports the, the vision first. So that's a long roundabout answer to your question, but I think it's, I think it's helpful. It, it, it did. It did answer. I, I love that idea. And that's if anybody can extract some wisdom from that, that gold nugget that Joe just dropped. It's that you should build your business around your life and not vice versa. And, uh, and, and that's just an amazing uh, vision for anybody to have. It kind of coattails on some of the other things that we talked about in, uh, in, in the podcast with, with previous, um, previous people that we interviewed that, you know, one of the first things they did was think about their mission and their purpose and then building the business around that. And so you've done that in very practical ways by hiring virtual assistants and having people take over those tasks that you want to do. Because at the end of the day, what you're looking for is the time freedom to do what you would do if money didn't matter. And, and that's exactly what you did. You, you sat out, you said, I want to do RV travel. And, and you're able to do that because you created a business with automated systems yeah. that allowed you to do that. I want to go to Prague. I want to go to Greece, you know, wherever it is. Um, it's, it's amazing that you're able to accomplish that. Well, it's, it was, um, my wife has a lot to do with it, but she's amazing. <laughs> but uh, we have, we've taken all four of our kids to Europe twice for, uh, two months, one time, and then three months, another time. And then we went to, um, in an RV around the Western half of the U S for three months, went to like 10 or 11 national parks. Awesome. Loved it. And, uh, it's, it's been a cool journey because in this business, Ryan, as you know, you don't have to go see the house. You don't have to um, meet the seller in person. I haven't, I don't remember the last time I've ever been to a seller's house. It's probably been five years. Um, so it's just like, if, if I can't negotiate it over the phone, then it's just not worth it. The other key thing that I think forced me to set up these systems like this is I just listed everything that has to be done in a deal. And I said to myself, I asked myself a real simple question. How can I do none of this? Write everything down. How can I do none of this? How can I get somebody else to do it for me? And so that forces you to think bigger, better questions. Yeah. All right, so I can get a VA to do this. I can get a CRM software to do this. I can get a local wholesaling partner to do this. I can get a realtor to do this. And you can just kind of like be the rainmaker. You're bringing the leads in and you're delegating them out to other people that you know, don't mind going in there, getting in their truck and looking at houses and driving for dollars and, and making offers and negotiating deals and stuff like that. So let's get real technical for a second um, and maybe give us one deal as an example. First, you find a lead is a motivated seller. You do your marketing, you get that lead in. The next conversation you have with that guy, what is it like? 
I don't have any conversations with sellers. Like we're doing deals right now in, in Alabama. And um, one of my students, she's a rock star. She was getting, um, she was doing some deals, but not like she kept on hitting a ceiling and of, of like a couple deals a month. And so this is one of the advantages of why I love teaching and doing the podcast and coaching is because I have, a, I do a lot of deals with students. So anyway, I said to her, her name is Melissa and, and my coaching business partner and I work with her. His name is Gavin. We said, listen, why don't we do the marketing for you? And we'll have our team of virtual assistants pre-screen the leads and give you the pre-screened leads. You take them because she's in Birmingham. You take them from there. What's funny now is she just recently hired her own acquisitions manager because she has too many leads. She can't right. handle it all. And she's busy. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Just like it's not, we didn't create a new business, you know, with partners. We're just, we're partnering on a deal by deal basis, right? With our boots on the ground people. So I've done this in probably five or six different markets. We're doing vacant land flips as well, where I've partnered with a couple students that used to do houses and um, they, they got kind of tired of houses. They didn't like the house. Well, they were wholesaling these $50,000 junkers in the inner city hood area where it was like, this isn't for us. So I said, hey, listen, I, I've been thinking about doing some vacant land. Why don't you learn? I bought them two different courses on land flipping. I said, you go learn how to do this and I'll pay for the marketing and we'll split the deals uh, 40, 60. They get 40%, I get 60%. And they love it because they don't have to worry about the marketing aspect of it, right? All they do is handle my pre-screened motivated leads. I give it to them and they take it from there. And it's, so everybody wins if you set it up right. And if, and if you're working with people you trust. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, that's an amazing setup right there. Guys, real quick, again, taking a quick break to let you know that I did convince Joe to do a free training for our exclusive Cashflow Dad Life community. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're subscribed to the podcast. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe uh, so you get these notifications in time. But this week on Thursday, um, you can attend a free training with Joe where he describes exactly how to do this strategy. I'm incredibly excited about this training for myself because uh, this is a cool little niche strategy and I like to have as many weapons in my arsenal as possible. But you go to www.simpleleaseoptions.com slash Ryan. Uh, and when you go to that page, you're able to register for uh, this exclusive web training with Joe McCall, where he's going to show you exactly how to execute the strategy of the, of the wholesaling lease options. So uh, I hope to see you guys there. It is going to be live. I'll be there. You can ask me questions live. You can ask Joe questions live. And, um, and it is this Thursday, we're not going to do it any other time. So if you are not subscribed to my podcast, you're listening to this two to three weeks after we did this training, the link is broken. It's because you probably need to subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss out on these opportunities. But if you did subscribe, congratulations, you're watching this today. You have the opportunity to attend this free exclusive training. It's going to be invaluable. This training, this education alone could, uh, give you the ability to, uh, have this new, strategy that you could print checks or use whenever you fall short on cash or even like Joe break free from your job uh, by utilizing it. So check it out. Simpleeseoptions.com slash Ryan. I'll see you at the training. And now back to the interview. And I'm really excited about it because in this class, I'm going to teach you how to find more leads than you can handle for free from three different sources. 
And I'm going to talk about how to do these kinds of lease option deals pretty much by giving the seller whatever price they want. I'm telling you, these are some of the easiest deals in the world to negotiate. My option contract is a flex option, which means like I'm not tying the seller down to anything. Um, it's just amazing how easy it is if a seller is a little negotiable or flexible, is willing to wait and do a lease purchase. It's super easy to negotiate. And then these deals are so easy to sell. We were talking about this when I was interviewing you on my podcast. These deals are so easy to sell. I'm going to teach like the four or five different things that you could do to sell these deals lightning fast without even a buyer's list. You don't need buyer's list anymore. You don't need a buyer's list where you're hoping that somebody's got really $100,000 to spend in cash for your deal. You know what I mean? It's like um, with wholesaling, when you're talking to a seller and you're telling them that you can close in seven days, Come on, can you, can you really close? <laughs> really have the cash to close in seven days? Probably not. Right. The way we structure our lease options, we don't worry about that. You know, it's totally different game. It's much more easier to come in with confidence and explain, you know, and just make offers. So I'm going to be teaching how to do all of that in this webinar. So it'll be cool. Stay yeah. tuned for that. You know, guys, I am incredibly excited for this for me. You know, I, I typically have people on that, uh, you know, that I want to learn from and that, that I can glean wisdom from. And so, you know, just for me personally, I'm excited about this. I, as you guys know, I've done a lot of lease options. Uh, that's how I became, you know, you know, that's how I was able to retire essentially. Um, and, uh, but this is a really cool, really unique niche that uh, that Joe is is getting a ton of people success for. So um, please, if you have the opportunity, attend it. I'll be there. I'll be live. Joe will be there. He'll be live. You can ask his questions personally. It's going to be great. Um, so other than that, I, I have one last question for you, and I feel like you're the perfect person to ask this. Uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, I say real estate being successful with it breaks down to mindset, skill, and strategy. You know, having the right mindset, implementing the right skills. Um, and using the right strategy. And you've got a, a sweet strategy, you know, that people can use. Yeah, thank you. Well, on the mindset side, since you were a course taker for three years and you struggle with analysis paralysis, um, what is the number one piece of advice that you would give someone who struggles with analysis paralysis to get out of that, mm. get out of their own head? Yeah, that's good. I, I could give a lot of advice. Um, but I think the biggest thing is like, you need to stop worrying about steps seven and eight before you start doing steps one and two, right? So many of us, we, we're stuck with like, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? Yeah, but I call them yeah, butters. Yeah, but what if like this or what if, and you're just, if you think that you have to have all your I's dotted and all your T's crossed, you're never going to get started. And as for me, it was really hard because I'm an engineer by training, I guess, you know, I've always loved math and science. And there's always like, when you're looking at a problem, there's always one solution. And there's usually only one path to that solution, right? And I liked looking at construction drawings. We were working on like $500 million power plants, right? And I loved looking at the, at the drawings and, and seeing how the whole thing was going to be built and trying to map it out in my head. But when I came into real estate, None of that was of any use to me at all because every single deal is different. Every seller is different and there's always going to be new things that come up, right? So no two deals are ever alike. So if you think that you're going to have to get it all figured out first, you're going to, be, you're going to get stuck and you're going to get really, really frustrated. 
I like to say, you know, you can't drive a parked car. You can't build a business sitting on the fence. You need to get out there and start taking action. Stop worrying about steps seven and eight and just focus on steps one and two. And you know what steps one and two are? Marketing and making offers. It's just, you know, they say the rule, most important rule in real estate is um, location, location, location. That's BS. It's make offers, make offers, make offers. So if you want to make money in this business, it's really simple. I like to say your speed to income is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make. So if you want to make money in the business, you want to do deals, well, you work backwards. Make money, you got to do deals. To get deals, you got to make offers. To make offers, you got to talk to sellers. And to talk to sellers, you got to do marketing. So that's it. Not, forget about how do you sell the house? How do the contracts work? What if this happens? What if, the, uh, you know, how do I set up my entities or um, what taxes or, or business cards or logos or websites or CRMs and tools? Like I used to be really big into Podio. Podio is a real good CRM. Um, and I, I started teaching Podio a lot. And I started finding that too many people were hiding behind the computer and not doing the important stuff, right? They were hiding behind the computer, building Podio out, right? You show me an expert in Podio and I'll show you a broke wholesaler. So <laughs> stop trying to set up your business is my whole point here, right? Stop trying to set up your business and just focus on marketing, talking to sellers, making offers and following up. Okay. Like that's what this whole business comes down to those simple components. And I think one more thing is recognizing that we're not in the real estate business. We're in the marketing business. We're not real estate investors that do marketing. We're marketers that do real estate investing. So you've got to get the, the marketing going out the door every single day. And if you can't do it, then get somebody else to do it for you. I call it, get it done for you in spite of you. And you get that marketing just going out the door, you know, that, that'll solve almost all of your money problems. You get that marketing consistently going out. You're consistently making an offers. Make it a goal to make three offers a day or talk to five sellers a day. I guarantee students that are in my course and people I coach, if you can make, if you can talk to five sellers a day, okay, within three months, you're going to be doing deals. It's like impossible not to. And if you don't, then I'll give you all your money back. It's just like, then I can't help you, right? right. I can't help you. Yeah, that is, that, that is excellent advice. I mean, you, I, I couldn't agree more. Your income is directly proportionate to the amount of offers that you make. You know, and, and so many times people get caught up on such the, the stupidest little things. I don't know how to, you know, how many days do I put for due diligence? How many, you know, like that all comes. You know, you'll get the guidance for that. But or how, do, how do I set up my LLC? Don't even worry about the LLC. Just start talking to people and start making offers. Yeah, people worry about credibility. Well, I've never done a deal before. And they're going to, you know, what if they ask how many deals I've done before? And, and you just, What if they ask me for my business card? You don't need a business card, you know? Like yeah. people spend so much time on, yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct. It feels like you're accomplishing something when you're doing that kind of setup stuff. Yeah. But you're just delaying what's really important and you're keep on putting it off and it's, I get it. It's human nature. And this is a new business. It, it's totally understandable why people struggle with this because you know, it's, it's a new business. It's a new thing and you've never done one before. And you can say, well, Joe, yeah, it's easy for you to say that because 
you know, you're on the other side and you've, you've forgotten what it's like. I don't know. I don't think so. Because I, like I said at the very beginning, I was a professional student for three years. Yeah. And I was just looking, I have my, I signed up for a $13,000 coaching program once. I'm looking over here in my bookshelf and I have the same manual. And uh, I spent a ton of money on that, on that education coaching thing. And I didn't do anything with it. And I was mad at the time. I blamed the coaching program, right? And uh, I eventually, you know, overcame all of that and started doing deals. But the, uh, like a few months ago, I was looking at it and going through it. I was like, oh my gosh, this stuff, yeah, it's really simple and basic. But like if I would have just done what they said to do and stop questioning it and just do it, I would have made so much more money. I would have gotten started doing deals way faster. And um, people need to stop removing the excuses. They need to stop making excuses. Stop being yeah butters and just take one step at a time. That's why it's important to have a coach, right? To just tell you, listen, I'll help you with steps six, seven, and eight. You just do step one right now, right? You just do step two. Forget about everything else. I'll help you with that when the time comes. That's where the real value of a coach or a mentor comes in. So keeping people focused on what's most important. I love that. That's excellent advice. And I hope that uh, anybody listening out there that's still struggling with analysis paralysis plays that 20 times until they go out and do yeah. action because yeah. that is such great advice. Last question uh, before we go. You're no longer a civil engineer, but is your closet still color-coded? <laughs> no, no, I, I would, you know, I have some boxes here. I need to go through them, but I have some of my old civil engineering books in there. Okay. And, um, I just, I need to get rid of them there. I, I have an emotional tie to them. <laughs> you know, what's funny too, Ryan, I got my MBA uh, about a year ago. So yeah. I've been, I've been self-employed for 10 years. I don't even need one, but right. when I was in my job, um, I just actually started my MBA. So it took me about 14 years, but I just wanted to finish it. So I took my last two or three classes and got my MBA. Yeah. It, does, it hasn't done me the very much good, although I've learned some things from it, but yeah. uh, I'm a big believer in education, right? Like yeah. I think education is important. Um, and it's, you know, one of the things that I know you teach and I try to teach too is helping people do deals while they're working their jobs. So don't think that you have to quit your job to do deals. Um, you can do deals while working a full-time job without losing your nights and weekends. Um, it's just important to keep it really, really simple. Yeah, keep it simple and keep the ball moving forward. And yeah. yeah. Yo, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Ryan. It's been a pleasure. Hey, everybody, listen. Ryan's got a podcast and he needs reviews. I was looking at it before we started because he had a bunch of reviews. I know he's probably talked to you about this, but listen, he had a bunch of reviews and he had to switch his, uh, lip, uh, his uh, feed, RSS feed, yeah. RSS feed, and he lost all of his reviews. So everybody right now, if you're listening to this and you like Ryan, and if you, you should like him because he's a good guy, go to iTunes right now and leave him a review. It's embarrassing. He has zero Zero <laughs> reviews. None. Embarrassing. I had I had over a hundred and they're they're all gone now. And oh, there was man. That's so depressing. It is pretty depressing. Guys, uh Joe has got a ton of valuable information on his podcast as well. You want to give him the name of that podcast? Real Estate Investing Mastery. Now, so if I could just return the favor, 
just a couple, uh, well, just about an hour ago, he had broken the glass ceiling of 500 reviews. And when he went to check, he was four short. So there's got to be at least four people to listen to this uh, podcast. Brian, I, I had 502 podcasts. I, I probably took a screenshot of it somewhere. I had 502. And a week later, I go back and look and I had 498. iTunes stole four of my reviews. Such crap. Such <sighs> at least I didn't lose all 500. <laughs> but dang. Well, awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate everything. Thanks, Ryan. Boom. Thanks for listening. Please remember to rate and subscribe. You're going to want to listen to every episode as soon as it comes out because each episode has in it an idea or a strategy that could literally change your life. And listen, don't miss out on the free investor tools that I have for you on my website, cashflowdadlife.com. So go to cashflowdadlife.com and get your free swag. And listen, hit me up if you want to talk about how we can get you out of the rat race as soon as possible. Until next time, my name is Ryan Ank, and this was Cashflow Dad Life.